When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. This is episode 68 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hello there and welcome back. Have you scheduled self-care into your days lately? Me either. I get it. We're all busy. We're all overscheduled even. And when something gets cut from our schedules due to time restraints, it's often the things we love to do that rejuvenate ourselves that get pushed aside first. That's the impetus behind today's episode. Today, my guest and I discuss practical and quick, keyword quick, self-care strategies that can be done in five minutes or less. Now, a quick note on self-care. I believe that self-care is less about manicures and spa treatments, although if those things light you up and you have time for them, I say absolutely go for it. But I think self-care is more about adopting little practices that enable us to have long and healthy and peaceful existences. So the strategies we're talking about today are not bubble baths and chocolate. Quite the contrary. My guest this week is Leanne Hughes. She is a blogger living in Scotland who has perfected the art of self-care in five minutes or less. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know that I am a huge advocate of stealing minutes whenever they happen to arise. And today we're outlining strategies that really enable you to make the most of five minutes here and five minutes there because you're stealing them in ways that promote lasting mental and physical health. Now, the best part of Leanne's suggestions today is that self-care for her is always eco-friendly, which means her suggestions don't harm our planet, and they're minimalist too, as in you're not online shopping for five minutes as a means of self-care. This week's show notes can be found at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 068, M-A-M-A minimalist.com forward slash 068. Enjoy the episode. Leanne, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are here to talk all about self-care in short amounts of time. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Your blog, A Lovely Year, talks all about intentional living. And I'm wondering, where does self-care come into play when we talk about living with intention? Okay, well, self-care is just really important. I think it's it's so important for taking care of ourselves because we can't live the life we want to live if we're not taking care of the most important person in our life, and that's us. And 
I know a lot of us who are parents and um, caregivers, we sometimes struggle with the idea that we need to dedicate time to ourselves. But really, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anyone else and we can't really live the life we want to live. I know that you are a busy mom. And so I'm wondering, what does that look like in your daily life? You're with your son, you pay me your cooking dinner, maybe you're blogging. Do you schedule it in on a calendar or do you just, when you find five minutes, you really just use those five minutes smart? Yeah, a, a bit of both really. I do like to schedule some time in. I like to make sure in the mornings particularly that I have five minutes to do some stretches and some yoga, five minutes to do some meditation. That's before my son gets up. And then always in the evenings after he's gone to bed and before I go to sleep, I always try and have five minutes to write a bit of, um, do a bit of journaling, write some gratitude, also to my favorite thing in the evening is to rub my hand cream into my hands, a lavender hand cream, and then read. I love to read. So I make sure before I go to bed, I do that. And then, yes, it's literally throughout the day. Um, each day is sort of, sort of different. We've got different activities happening. I'm working as well. And whenever I've got five minutes spare, then I'll, you know, sort of think about what I might like to do that's going to help me feel a bit better. Hmm. You echoed a sentiment that I had another guest on the show mention. Uh, it was Liz Carlisle, episode 45, for anybody who's interested. She really advocates for having a morning routine before anybody else wakes up, just you and what you like to do. Liz likes to journal, but it sounds like five minutes of yoga is really powerful for you in your life. And Liz also said that your morning routine actually starts the night before, as in preparing yourself for the day ahead. Um, it's not so much watching TV and drinking wine on the couch. It's using that downtime of the evening as a way to prepare for the next morning. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important to sort of think ahead about what you want to do the next day. And, well, I know I love to do yoga the next day, so I always make – I do yoga with Adrian. It's a YouTube channel, and so I make sure that I've got my laptop set up. Um, I've got my journal out so I know – I bullet journal, so I think about what I'm going to be doing the next day so I've, I know what my priorities are. And, yeah, I just it's a good way to just prepare for the next day and mm. what's ahead. And as busy moms and any busy dads listening, this works for you as well, we really do have to steal the five minutes when it occurs. And sometimes that often means getting up before anybody else. I will say that for me in my life, I like to sleep. <laughs> I love to sleep, but I have gotten in the habit now of getting up before my kids so that I can have some quiet time to really ready myself for the day. And that to me, that for me is self-care. What other ideas do you have for busy moms, busy dads who need to add in five-minute increments of self-care into their daily lives. Okay. So another thing that's really helpful is just to, to take some time outside. If you can get outside and just take a walk, if you don't have to go very far, you know, it's around the block or just down to the shops or, you know, even in your garden, just get remove yourself from where you are, just, even just for a few minutes and sort of take in nature 
look at what's around you, um, smells, the sights. And now, now I'm the first to admit, like if it's a really horrible weather kind of day, uh, which can happen quite a lot where I am in Scotland, then sometimes I don't actually feel like going outside. But, you know, even if it's just coming back in again makes you feel good. You know, you go outside, you deal with the weather, and then you come back in and it's like, oh, just, just that break, just that break from whatever you were doing. What I love about this strategy is that it's backed by science. Dr. Stephen Hussey, who was on the podcast a few weeks back, said that being outside stimulates the vagus nerve and is excellent for self-care because it raises our mood. Now, along the same vein, you suggest that an excellent self-care tactic is to tend to a plant. Tell me about that one. Okay. Well, I guess it's the same kind of thing. You know, the benefits of plants and and um, in our lives, you know, they they boost our kind of mood. They make they they clean our air for us, and they help our mental well being. And there's just something. I, I mean, I don't have a green thumb particularly, but I've got a few plants, and I just love the ritual of getting out my little watering can, filling it with water, and then going around the house, just checking on them and see how they're doing. And um, yeah, just it just makes me feel boosted. I really like that seeing how they're growing. And I, I have really easy to grow plants. I have things like succulents and peace lilies, and yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, um, not. I don't have a green thumb. <laughs> Me either. I recently decked my house out with plants for the air purifying qualities, and I will say that I do love caring for these plants. However, it's a catch twenty two because it also really stresses me out when I see them not doing well. So. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, I can get that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to shift gear and talk about what we can be eating and drinking as a means of nourishing not only our bodies, but our souls. So when it comes to eating and drinking, what tips do you have for us? Okay, probably the most easiest and most simple thing is water, just staying hydrated. It's, you know, water is so important and we often overlook it. And I know I do as well. Sometimes I'll be feeling a bit tired and a bit grouchy and I'm thinking, oh, what do I, and it's like, oh, I need water. I need to drink a glass of water. And it's, it's, yeah, it's easy to do. Like you, you have carry a bottle of water around with you or you keep, I keep a cum, like a glass of water on my counter. So each time I pass it, I try and remember, take some water, take some water. And that really, does, yeah, it helps, you know, a glass of water does really help you feel a bit more energized and boost your mood. Along those lines too, fresh, eating fresh, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Um, if you've got time, cutting them up, whipping them in a smoothie. It, yeah, just the nourishment. The nourishment's great. Mm. Yeah, the term is self-care. I almost feel like it's overplayed. It's like a catchword these days. But what it really means is caring for yourself. So doesn't have to be pedicures and getting your hair done. It's really about caring for your body so that you're more able to live a long and healthy life. I don't know. Would you agree with that? I oh, definitely, I definitely agree. And I, I also think it's it's a way of getting to know yourself better as well. When you stop and think about what makes you happy and what energizes you, then you start to learn about things you know, you learn about yourself. I know that there are things that I like to do that other people don't. And I know that there are things that other people like to do that don't interest me. And 
just sort of going on from that as well. When you when you take care of yourself, you build your self esteem, and you and you feel more confident because you're saying to the world you're important, and you're saying to your family you're important, and and that's great for your that's great for your self esteem. I'm so happy you mentioned that because I'm sure other parents can relate. I have a five year old and a two year old, and some days it just feels like I exist to care for them, which is lovely, but sometimes I miss I miss the pre-kid, Stephanie. And you're right, by taking the time to really care for yourself, and again, not necessarily with pedicures, but with just showing yourself and showing your kids that you matter by prioritizing yourself really kind of allows me at least to reclaim some of me (laughs) without me only being a mom, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. So we've established that in five minutes, you can do some really powerful things to lift your mood and nourish yourself. But I'm wondering, is there a way that we can track our efforts and track improvement? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are there are ways that you can track. You can make a note of what you'd like to do, and then each time you do it, you can make a, a mark whether you have a, a journal or whether you have a printout uh, or just make a note. And then you'll start to build a habit as well. I know for me, it's really important for me, I have a tracker in, I have several trackers actually, my bullet journal, and I love to see the chain. I don't know if you've heard about the chain where you, you don't want to break the chain. You want to see that you're doing it every day and then it just gives you that extra motivation. It's just if you decide, oh, I don't think I'll have time for that today. And it's like, well, actually, no, I want to keep going. I want to keep going on my train and and see that tracking continue. Okay, you have to tell me all about the chain. <laughs> oh, the chain, okay. <laughs> oh, it's difficult to describe. I, I wish I could show you a picture. Um, if you imagine a calendar and you mark a cross on each day that you do something, and if you want to do something every day, the crosses form a chain on your calendar. Can you want to keep the chain moving? I will absolutely link to your self-care tracker in this week's show notes for anybody who'd love to download it and create a chain. But you're right. There's something about crossing it off physically with a pen in a book. There's something about the act of seeing progress on a piece of paper to give you motivation to continue. Yeah. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. You feel like you've, you know, you're you're making progress. So I know you mentioned five minutes of yoga. Is there any other go-to strategies that you tend to gravitate towards when you have five minutes throughout the day? I like to also make myself a cup of tea. I know that's very British, <laughs> although I'm not British, I'm actually Australian, but I live in the UK. And yeah, just five minutes to make a cup of tea. Again, it's kind of the ritual of it. You know, it forces you to slow down. You can't sort of speed up a kettle. You have to wait for the kettle to boil. You get the cup out, you put the tea in, you wait for the tea to brew. And that all gives you time to do, you know, you can do some deep breaths. You can, you know, just relax and um, wait for your tea to brew and then actually sitting down with your cup of tea and having that first sip I just yeah I love that 
Yes. And it's hot. So you can't chug it down. (laughs) No, exactly. You have to take your time. Yeah. Leanne, you have given us some great strategies for five minutes of self-care throughout our days. Where can listeners find more of you online? Okay. Well, I have a blog and it's called A Lovely Year. So you can find me at alovelyyear.com. And I also have an Instagram account at A Lovely Year and a Pinterest account, and that's a lovely year as well. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your best self-care tips. I must say, oftentimes when I talk about self-care or hear about self-care, the first thing is always meditation, and meditation is lovely. However, I do believe that meditation is not always possible. The strategies you offer are possible for even the busiest of moms with the youngest and loudest and craziest of kids. So I just want to thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed Leanne and I hope you are rip-roaring ready to steal five minutes when it comes up for productive self-care. This week's show notes at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 068. And on next week's episode, I'm speaking with a dumpster diver who takes the food he finds. By the way, he finds a lot of discarded food. And he takes that food and he creates masterpieces in the kitchen with his mom's help. I will see you then. Take care.